You know that feeling when you have recorded an episode like a hundred times already and you're finally getting into the vibe and then your kid shouts in the background, I love you, mom, and it gets picked up right in the middle of your sentence and you literally have to start all over again. (sighs) Welcome to my life. Hey, 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 you're listening to the Sis You're Doing Okay podcast, a show that was created to share encouragement, education, and to build community. I'm your host, Desiree. You know, it's been said that people don't always remember what you say to them, but they always remember the way you make them feel. It's my hope that at the end of every episode, you come away feeling more inspired and motivated to do the things that you were created to do and to be the person that you were created to be. I hope here you will find something that's of worth to you. So without further ado, let's jump into this next episode. How are you all doing? I hope you guys are doing well. I know I am. Did you enjoy your weekend? Was it warm and sunny where you were? If it was, I hope you got out. I know for us, we only have like eight weeks of this warm weather. So you best believe that I was out all weekend soaking up all the sun. I think I must be like five shades darker and I don't even care. I love my summer glow. I just want to take this moment to thank each and every one of you listening right now. Honestly, I am so tremendously overwhelmed by all of your kind words and encouragement. Thank you to those who send me DMs and leave reviews. To hear that this show is encouraging you, it encourages me more than you'll ever know. So I just want to Thank you all. Seriously, I'm not even joking. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. And I love that you are finding something that's of worth to you. Anyway, uh, while we're on the topic of sharing reviews, (laughs) I want to share one with you. Uh, This one came to me this week from a listener who goes by the name of Lady K. So the title of the review is Enjoyable, and it has five hearts after it. Kind of like, you know, the five stars that you can leave as a rating on Apple Podcast after you listen <laughs> to this episode. Anyway, so the review says, thank you for sharing your perspectives and experiences. Your episode, Single to Mary, resonated with me. It feels so good to know that I'm not the only one struggling to find balance in my relationship after being independent and self-sufficient for many years. I am so glad to hear that particular episode resonated with you. When I was thinking about that topic and who I could bring on the show, I just knew Alethea would be the perfect person to to talk about it. And I'm so glad, Alethea, that you said yes. And I wanted to thank you for sharing your perspectives. And Lady K, thank you so much for sharing that review. How about we hop into today's topic? Today, I want to talk to you about the power of forgiveness and reconciliation. But first, I want to share a quote with you, which will serve as a jumping off point for this discussion. 
The quote says, it takes a strong person to say sorry and mean it. It takes a stronger person to truly forgive. Why do you think that is? I think it's because we literally can say sorry and not really mean it. We can say sorry as a means of getting out of trouble. We can even say sorry just to shut people up sometimes. <laughs> and we can also apologize for getting caught doing something wrong, but not necessarily being sorry about doing the wrong thing. But to forgive is an entirely different experience. When we choose to forgive, we are walking in a level of humility that isn't natural response to being hurt or sinned against. It is when we are deciding to surrender our need to feel justified in our negative emotions and choose to release someone from the debt of the offense they have committed against us. The goal of forgiveness is always reconciliation. And you know, for a long time, I thought that those two words were basically the same thing. But I have now come to realize that you actually can't have one without the other. There can be no reconciliation unless there is forgiveness first. So how about we take some time and flesh out the meaning of the two words. Let's start with forgiveness. Forgiveness is an intentional and voluntary process. It's when a person undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense and then chooses to put aside negative emotions such as resentment and vengeance. It allows us to move on without anger or contempt or the need to seek revenge. We stop feeling angry eventually. The act of forgiving someone is for our own benefit growth and happiness. When we hold on to hurt, pain, resentment, and anger, it harms us way more than it harms the offender. I've heard it said that harboring unforgiveness in our hearts is like drinking poison and hoping the offender will die. I mean, it can have such devastating effects on our emotional, spiritual, and mental well-being if left unchecked. When we decide to forgive someone, we free ourselves to live in the present rather than harping on and reliving past hurts. It eventually allows us to have compassion for the offender and to pray for them. But let's be real. If we're going to keep it all the way 100, we're not thinking compassionate thoughts right off the top of the bat after we've been offended. But as we heal from that offense and we aren't so wounded any longer, we can start to think about how or what may have caused the person to hurt you. We can ask the Lord to show us areas that they may be hurting in themselves. We can even start to evaluate patterns in that person or in ourselves that may have been exhibited that fed into the offense in the first place. But we always, always have a duty to forgive. It is far better for us when we do. We have been forgiven greatly by God. Therefore, we should be quick to extend forgiveness as well. But like I said, and you already know, this is not always easy. So now let's talk about reconciliation. The word reconciliation is actually an accounting term, which basically means to bring accounts back into good standing. In its broadest sense, reconciliation means coming together. 
fortunately for me, I'm married to a very wise accountant. So I asked him to explain to me, in accounting terms, what reconciliation means. And what he shared with me actually kind of blew my mind a bit. He said that reconciliation, in its most pure form, takes sacrifice. Because the only reason why accounts ever need to be reconciled is because two accounts are out of balance. One is higher than the other, and the goal of reconciliation is to bring both accounts into perfect balance. In order to have balance, the account with the higher amount then has to sacrifice its amount by taking away from what it has to put into the deficient account so that both accounts can be even and again, they can be balanced. Then we got to talking about our relationship with God. We are the account that was deficient and God is the account with all the abundance. He had to bring himself down in order to bring us up. This is what he did in sending Christ to the earth. He came to reconcile us. Let that sink in for a bit. We are the deficient account. There is no way we could have ever reconciled ourselves. Our debt was too great. He performed the work of salvation to repay and reconcile the debt that we owed. It was so good talking to him. Patrick is such a wise man. Now, with that understanding, let's look back to what I said. I said we cannot have reconciliation without forgiveness. You see, it's simply impossible because in order to reconcile, we need to both be on the same level. And we can't be on the same level unless one is willing to step down from a high horse of unforgiveness to be on the same level as the person who has offended them. True forgiveness is actually a transaction between two or more people. We make a decision to forgive. And when we decide to forgive, we also decide to not bring up the offense again in both our head and our heart. Forgiveness doesn't mean that we act like the incident never happened. Forgiveness demands that we act as though the incident did happen, but that we are choosing to forgive the person. It is a transaction between one party giving and one party receiving. Therefore, you can't fully forgive someone who is not asking to be forgiven. But even though they may not ask, it is still within our responsibility to prepare our hearts for a time if and when a request is made. Even if a request is never ever made, we should be doing the work of releasing our minds and our hearts from the burden of being offended. So much so to the point where if years and years pass before the offender ever makes a request, we should have little to no recollection of the details of the original offense. And even further, if they never ask at all, we should have already opened our hand to release that offense and the hurt of it and decide to never pick it up again. You don't get to be bitter till somebody asks you for forgiveness. Mm -mm, No, sorry. We need to free ourselves from the offense, even if we are never asked for forgiveness. Is that easy to do? Absolutely not. It goes so much against our natural human tendency 
As humans, we want vindication. We want justice on our own terms. But I would argue that even if we seek revenge, the results and the feelings that we receive from that act of vengeance is temporary. And once that emotional rush fades, we are still left with an unresolved issue that if left unchecked can begin to create an emotional infection. Bitterness, anger, and resentment will then begin to dictate our thoughts and eventually begin to manifest physically in our bodies. Do you know that there are physiological effects of unforgiveness? Things like headaches, anxiety, insomnia, and just like a persistent dull hum of unhappiness. So if we know that, why do we choose to hold on to unforgiveness? I'm going to answer that question right after this break. Hey, what are you doing on Saturday afternoon? Nothing? Oh, why don't you join me at 3 o'clock on Saturdays for a little pep talk? What's a pep talk? Well, it's just a 30-minute session where I encourage the socks off of you. Does that sound like something you'd want to do? (laughs) Well, then why don't you join me? Again, it's Saturday, every Saturday, at 3 p.m., live on Instagram. You can find me at sis underscore you're doing okay. Hope to see you there. Okay, so I'm going to begin this portion of the show with another question. What is so powerful about forgiveness and reconciliation? The power mainly lies in the freedom that we experience. It's when we don't have to commit ourselves to carrying around the emotional weight of being upset. It's experienced when we can look at a person who has offended us and feel genuine compassion and feelings of tenderness and even empathy. But yo, that's some next level stuff. I get it. But it is possible with lots of prayer and persistence. It also frees up mental space. The space that we would have occupied with ruminations and creations of hypothetical responses to arguments that may never happen. It allows us to not need to feel angry at the sight or the very mention of the person's name. The common thread here is that forgiveness basically just sets us free. And then once you're free, you can work on restoration to bringing the relationship back to right standing. Now, I understand that this is not always sunshine and flowers. I know firsthand that the road to forgiveness can be a long, bumpy and painful one. We can feel so justified in our defenses and we feel so empowered holding on to those past hurts. They feel like a comfortable place of familiarity that protects us from any further potential of being hurt. But on the other side of that coin, there are rewards that come from putting in the work of facing fears and confessing hurts. I actually have had to forgive someone who doesn't even know how deeply they've hurt me. And guess what? They probably never will. But with the help of the Lord, I have been able to release the pain. 
It took me a solid like 10 to 12 years of crying and doubting and just being hateful towards that person in my heart. I had to dig out deep roots of resentment and bitterness. Again, I felt so powerful being angry, but in actuality, I was drinking the poison and the person was fine. They were living their lives completely unaware of any type of pain that I was experiencing. And I was dying. I was hurting and I was the one bleeding out while they had absolutely no idea. When I finally got free from this little situation, I finally became able to talk about my wounds. I'm now able to share the story. And I can even talk to that person and have civil conversations without feeling all of those feelings. You know those feelings, right? (laughs) Do I still get angry at the injustice from time to time? Of course I do. Of course we will. We're human and pain still hurts. But the difference is on the other side of forgiveness, we can feel those feelings and not be consumed by them. We can quickly identify the sore spots and then ask the Lord to help us to walk through them and even move past them. When I think of forgiveness, I think of it in terms of being like a surgery. Like we have something that is harmful inside of our bodies and we need to get it out. And the process leading up to the surgery is a scary one. The actual surgery requires us being put to sleep and cut open and parts of our body being moved around and removed. The recovery is painful and it takes us out for a while. We need to rest and recuperate. Sometimes we may even develop a fever as our body tries to normalize, and here's that word again, tries to reconcile itself back to a place of balance. It can all be very unpleasant and awful to have to endure, but once the process is over, We are no longer housing a harmful agent within us. We are able to move on and live free of the worries of potentially being harmed by that thing again. And then after all of it has healed up, we now have a scar as a reminder that we once were ill, but we are now healed. Forgiveness brings us freedom, yes, but forgiveness also brings us healing. So sisters, I want you to be healed. I want you to do the work. And if you can't do the work on your own, seek out help, professional help. Talk to a counselor, talk to a pastor, talk to a girlfriend to get the process started. But do the work it takes to get yourself free from unforgiveness. And just like I started the show with a quote, I'm going to end it with two. So the first one that I'm going to share is a quote from the Bible. So this one is for the believers who are listening, who identify themselves as followers of Christ. And this is the message. All of this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting us with the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we 
are ambassadors of Christ. God is making his appeal through us. So we implore you who don't know Christ yet, on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And that's found in 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 20. I added a little emphasis. And now the second quote is from somebody you may know, <laughs> me. It says, to forgive someone isn't a sign of weakness. Actually, it's quite the opposite. It's a sign of tremendous strength. Well, that's all I've got for you today. And if you made it this far, you are indeed a real one. Thank you for sticking around till the end. Here's your MVP medal. You earned it. Wear it confidently. <laughs> and if you're enjoying what you're hearing, I would humbly ask you to rate, review, subscribe to the show. And if you really, really love it, go ahead and share it with a friend. I'm going to give you the lowdown on why I ask you to do this. Because if you're enjoying this show, and you want others to be able to enjoy it the way that you are, when you leave these things like a review or subscription or rate it, it helps to move the podcast higher up on the listings and more people have an opportunity to be exposed to this content. So it's just a very simple thing. You can go ahead and leave as many stars as you can um, and leave a review. That would be so helpful. Um, also, if you're listening on a platform that doesn't allow you to do these things, you can follow me on Instagram at sis underscore you're doing okay. And while you're listening, you can go ahead and screenshot uh, the episode that you're listening to and tag me so that I get the privilege of seeing the lovely faces of the people who are listening to the show. Listen, sisters, I just want to say I know it takes a tremendous fortitude of character to release someone from an offense in your heart. But be strong, sis. I'm cheering for you. I want you to know the freedom. I want you to know what this freedom feels like. I really, really do. There is no greater joy than to be forgiven. And there is no greater strength than the strength it takes to forgive. You can do this, sis. You're doing okay. Have a great week. Talk to you next time. Bye.